1: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: Look out, we have big changes coming to the new Hunter's Guide, and on this episode, I'm going to talk about all the details. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunters Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today I have some big news, big announcements to make, and uh, some things that are just going to be causing changes across the board, nothing bad, but I'm really excited. So uh, after a long time of thinking about it and looking at it and pondering it, I have made the decision to have the new hunter's guide join the Waypoint TV podcast network. Now, I know what you're thinking. Waypoint TV, that doesn't sound like a podcast network. That sounds like video. Well, what happened was uh, several years back, a bunch of hunting and fishing television shows decided hey you know people are leaving cable and they needed to diversify into digital so they started the waypoint tv network which at that time was all video but a few years later they decided you know what we need to expand this to audio so then they added podcasting to the network as well so they've been you know they've invited me and have been working on me actually for a while to get me to join the network and it's one of those kind of things that you know You get the initial request, and your first thought is, okay, this is spam. And then your second thought is, okay, it's a scam. And then your third thought is, okay, is there really any substance to this? Is this worth my time? So, you know, I kept asking questions, you know, just waiting for the next answer from them to be the obvious reason why I can just delete all these emails and not give this any more of my time. But the further I went, the further I got, the more good answers they kept giving me, the more legit it turned out this thing really was. And as I kept kicking the tires, uh, it turned out that this was the real deal. So I've been thinking about it and pondering it for a while, whether or not I should take the plunge and, and add the new Hunter's Guide to the network. But I decided to do it. There were just too many pros. And the cons just simply amounted to a bunch of work on my end for a couple of weeks. Work which I did not want to do or really have the time to do, but you know, at the end of the day, you do it one time and it's done and you're good moving forward. So, okay, the obvious question what does this all mean and how does this change the new hunter's guide? Well, in, in terms of the content, it changes nothing. I still have 100% creative control. I record anything I want, anytime I want, about anything and post it whenever uh I feel like doing it. I have 100% control. I don't run any ideas by anybody. I just keep operating exactly as I've always operated, doing whatever I feel like doing. So, it, you know, nothing has changed in terms of ownership or control or creative influence or any of that. The content will still be, you know, whatever I want it to be going forward. So, no change really in terms of content. What is changing is that one the network allows the show to get some more exposure you know just enables us to get in front of more people and and just help more people find the show and get acclimated and introduced and just basically help new hunters get into the woods or hunt new things which you know of course is the obvious thing what we're doing here so we have that benefit uh, the next one there's three big things that's number one number two you're going to start seeing ads, well, you start hearing ads in the podcast episodes. So that's one thing that the network enables you to do. So you know, in and of myself, the New Hunter's Guide is not big enough to have ads in terms of dynamically inserted network audio ads. Just, you know, hasn't gotten that big. But as part of the network, the network can run ads. So even people who are smaller, if you're on the network, you can run ads as well. So I know what you're thinking, Well, that's not really exciting me. Uh, you know, no one is looking for more ads. Well, that's true. I get it. I've, I'm you know, I'm not looking for more ads myself. However, the ads have a couple of positives. Number one, they help me. Uh, I've been doing this now for about three years, and I've never made a dollar from from doing this podcast or anything else. And i've actually spent money every month month after month year after year money for uh, the podcast hosting platform money for website hosting money for equipment and really the sum total that it's cost me to produce the show is right around four hundred dollars a year assuming i don't need to buy any new equipment or software that is just the ongoing cost of podcast hosting website hosting and all the other pieces that that come into that. So I've been paying that out of pocket for three years now, and the network actually gives me the ability to recoup that cost from ads and maybe very hopefully actually come out cash flow positive instead of cash flow negative. The other thing that the ads do and and help do is uh, they enable the show to keep going on. You guys wouldn't know this. Uh, I don't think I've ever talked about it, but there was a point not that long ago, not even a year ago, I was seriously considering shutting down the show. Been doing it for years, just pouring time, energy, money, you know, just the patience of my family as I, you know, work on this project on on a regular ongoing basis, and I was really evaluating like is this worth it? You know, could I be putting this money I'm paying out every month to to better use? Could I be doing something else with it? You know, is this, is this responsible use of resources and especially of time? And I really was mulling over just, you know, ending the show, calling it quits, just throwing in the towel and just saying, okay, I'm just going to hunt and do my thing. And I mean, I was really close to pulling the plug, but I started getting and looking at A lot of the the comments and the testimonies, things that people had sent in, reviews, all that, and I I did something that really helped me, and that was I launched a page on the website at newhuntersguide.com called What Listeners Are Saying, and there I just aggregated anonymously a bunch of the comments and emails and, and messages and things that have come in from people over the years of how the show had helped them. And I just, after doing that and looking at that and reading those, I just, you know, I just wasn't ready to call it quits. I wasn't ready to, to end it. I could see the fruit of what's going on, of the people that benefited and were helped. And some people helped a lot. Some people helped some. Some went from zero to, to being effective hunters, taking game, you know, almost, I wouldn't say exclusively, but in large part from the content of this podcast. And I was just not ready to let it go. I never really came to a firm conclusion. I just kept on doing the show and doing the show. Just, you know, trying to figure out in some way that I could just stop losing money every month, pouring it into, into fees and hosting and so on. So being able to run ads, you know, it, it, it keeps the show going. It enables me to keep doing the show without having to pour money out of my monthly budget. You know, from buying other things, I could be buying for the family or even for hunting, you know and into keeping this up, so you know that is that's part of the that's a benefit to you guys because because there's ads, the show keeps going, and you know it's not something that I've gotta to, to keep on the edge of the chopping block for the monthly budget every time it comes around, so that is a pro, and of course, as the show grows, I could actually stand to make a little bit of money from it, something that is you know maybe substantially enough to matter. You know, in the next couple of years, if things continue at the, the same growth trend. So I know that helps me more than it helps you, but if there's no show, it doesn't help you at all. So that also gives me incentive to up my game when it comes to the show, to put out even better content, to focus more, and to bring you guys things that are even higher quality, more refined, more research, and just even better than than what I've been able to do in the past. So that benefits you guys on several different levels. But probably the most tangible benefit to you guys with the the change of the network is there's a lot of people in this network that hunt all kinds of things. And I've gotten comments from, from you guys over the years just asking for shows and content and advice on how to hunt things that I just have never hunted and don't have the opportunity to hunt. You know, regularly people ask about bear hunting or elk hunting or raccoon hunting or, you know, mountain sheep and goat hunting and things like this. And I just don't have those opportunities. I just can't go out and hunt elk. In Pennsylvania, there's a lottery system. People go their entire lives never getting a tag. And even if you do get a tag, there's only 25 tags a year. And then you've got to travel halfway across the state essentially the only way to be have any reasonable certainty you're actually going to get an elk is to hire a guide and they do all the work for you at the end of the day you really don't even learn how to hunt elk you just learn how to get out of the car when they tell you to walk to the spot and shoot the one they point at so even if i did get an elk tag in pa i probably wouldn't learn a whole lot about hunting elk and i wouldn't have much i could pass on to you guys bear hunting's the same way there is usually like a three-day bear season in PA, but I don't live in a big bear area. I don't have any bear experience. All the people that I know who hunt bear basically just go out like they're hunting for deer, hoping they find a bear instead. And I'm like, ah, eh, it's not really something I can teach and pass on in a meaningful way and so forth and so on. Well, the network gives me access to people who I could bring on as occasional guests in order to, to help give you guys information and content about how to get started and these different kinds of hunting that I'm just not able to speak to, you know, there's some things I feel like I can give insight into if I've if I've only done it a little bit, but to having never once stepped foot in the woods to do a lot of these things, I just don't feel confident or comfortable trying to to educate you guys on what to do, and I've never done it. To me, that seems kind of irresponsible. But now I can bring in people that I've got easy access to that are happy to be on the show and they can talk about different kinds of hunting and hunting even in different places. Right? I hunt deer and turkey in Pennsylvania. And and my sh- tactics and strategies are going to be really good for people that live in any number of states, but there are other kinds of turkey and deer hunting. You know, you go out west, things the game changes, the way these animals work changes, the hunting tactics changes. So I could bring in people who have that experience to, to just add a little bit more depth, add a little bit more color, and hopefully help people who are living in states that aren't very similar to mine. So it gives me the ability to get more content out there. Now I'm not changing the format of the show. I don't like to do interviews. I do not. Number one reason is interviews are a lot of work for me trying to you got to coordinate schedules you got to do multi-site synchronous recording i then have to edit those recordings together it's a longer episode i feel obligated to clean them up more and do more editing on them it just takes a lot more time and a lot more work and it's not something i'm i'm trying to do more of but it's just appropriate and necessary from time to time so, so far, I've only done you know, a handful of interviews about subjects and things that I thought were just critically important. I got a couple more planned in the next upcoming year, but you know I can add in a few more interviews about these kinds of topics, drawing from this pool and wealth of expertise that I now have easy access to, and so that's a benefit to you guys. Uh, for those who, who've been asking for certain kinds of content, I'm now going to be able you know, not overnight, but we're going to be able to start getting that into the rotation, getting that into the pipeline, um, so forth and so on. Now, some people have also asked and inquired about fishing.
0: Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives make a statement, or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At MidwayUSA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com.
2: You know, can, we, can you do fishing content? I've actually had sponsors approach me wanting to, to sponsor fishing stuff. And, you know, my response to them is the same as the one I'll give to you guys. It's the new hunter's guide. It's not the new Fisher's Guide. Although, who knows? Maybe someday in the future, that could be something that gets launched. But right now, it's not on the docket. It's the new Hunter's Guide. It's not that I have anything against fishing. I don't do a lot of fishing, but I have a healthy appreciation for fishing. It's simply, I have a content calendar. You guys probably don't realize. I usually have somewhere around an entire year's worth of episodes mapped out in advance. I mean, an entire year. Right now, when this episode goes live, I'm probably mapped out. Every single week is booked through February, I think. Something like that. You know, I really have this stuff mapped out far. It's not because I am i just want to be that organized. It's because there is so much to talk about. There's so many subjects. In fact, every year there's shows that I wanted to get out that year, I just ran out of weeks in the year, ran out of weeks in the season. You know, there was turkey hunting stuff. I just couldn't fit into turkey season. There just weren't enough weeks. There's duck hunting stuff. I just had to chop it for the year and say, we'll talk about it next year. Same thing happens with deer hunting every year. There's always stuff that by the time I get to it, deer season is long and gone. and I just have to save it for next year and push it back a year. But there's just so much to talk about when I start writing it all down, what I want to do episodes on or what you guys request episodes on, it can really take a long time before I can get to that subject. So you know, to, to try to do fishing too, there's just there's no time for it. There's no time and I'd rather be focused you know, on, on what the show is about, what the name is, why I started the show. And my biggest passion is hunting. It's not fishing, though I have an appreciation for fishing. I have an appreciation for lots of other things that aren't going to be included in the new hunter's guide. So not going to change the format, not going to start talking about things outside of hunting. I may start a fishing podcast at some point, but there's a lot of guys out there doing great fishing podcasts. In fact, I've not even looked to see if there is something that's the equivalent of the new hunter's guide in the fishing world. When I started the new hunter's guide, the number one reason was because there was nothing like this out there, it was a void, and I just felt like somebody needs to fill it. No one else was, so I just decided I was gonna do it. There may already be somebody doing that in the fishing world, so I'm not trying to go out there and and you know duplicate somebody else's efforts. I got enough things going on, I mean. I am plenty busy enough. I considered shutting down the show because I'm so busy. I don't need to start another show. I mean, adding the YouTube channel was enough. I mean, that's a lot of extra work. And uh, just to help support the podcast and be able to show you guys things that I just aren't as easy to talk about. So I've got that going on. Now, people wonder and have questions about the ads. Totally understand. i give you guys some insight. Uh, so the way that it works is... Every show will have—I um, don't know what the technical term is—but basically dynamic ad insertion locations. Okay, so at the beginning of every show, if the show's long enough, maybe in the middle of the show, and then at the end of the show. So what that—the way that works—is there is there's an ad network that's supposed to pull the most relevant ads to the people listening. So. You know, you're you're more likely to get ads about hunting, about outdoors stuff, than you are about, you know, I don't know, than fishing, unless you're a fisherman, or, you know, whatever the case may be, volleyball, you know, unless you play volleyball and you do volleyball stuff online, you probably won't see ads like that. So it's supposed to try to match the ads that are the most relevant. There will be the ad units in every show, but that doesn't mean that an ad will play every time. So if the system can't find ads that match to you at that time, or whatever the case may be, it just won't play an ad. So you may have some episodes that start with an ad, and you may have some that don't. I can't pick the ads. I don't know what the ads are going to be. I don't know who the advertisers are. All I, know, all I can do is uh, steer where they're going to be in the show. So, you know, if an ad plays at the beginning of an episode, that means there was a match in the system. If it doesn't, I put the dynamic ad insertion place in the beginning of the episode, but it wasn't a fit, so no ad plays. So you won't necessarily have them all the time, but whenever the system can find a fit for it. Um, you know, what else can I say that might be, might be of interest to you guys? I can't exclude... Add categories if there's a reason to do that. So, I don't know. Say I got a sponsor for the show that was a firearms company, which I don't, haven't talked to anybody, but say I did. Well, I could then exclude firearms as a category so there wouldn't be other firearms folks that are promoting, you know, in my show while I've got a sponsor for that thing. I don't know that that matters to you guys, but. You know, if you hear ads that are just ridiculous or the categories completely meaningless to you, let me know and I can go ahead and restrict those and block those categories. You know, if you're a guy and you're a hunter and you're getting ads for women's beauty products, let me know and I can I can actually exclude cert- certain categories and product types so that those kind of ads don't play during the show. Uh, but of course, there are women listeners who may want women's b- beauty products. So, you know, as a whole, I don't want to just exclude everything I could think of because everybody's not me, right? So the system tries to match the ads. But if it's doing a bad job, let me know. Go to newhuntersgod.com, send me a message, and I'll do what I can to, to try to improve that or, or make some adjustments there. So, like I said, I can't control a whole lot with the ads. But I can set the limits and the parameters so the way that it's set up there should never be more than one minute of advertisement at any given time so show might start with a minute of ads there may be a minute in the middle and there may be well at the end there could be more than a minute the way that it's set up is after the closing credit music plays there can be any number of ads after that but chances are you know you're just going to skip to the next show really the only people listening to those ads at the end of the show are you know maybe people that just have the a bunch of shows on autoplay and they're just going through the playlist but the show, the ads that are at the beginning and in the middle of the show i can limit those to be, only be 1 minute long so maybe they'll be 230 seconds or i don't know could maybe even be 4 15 second ads i'm not entirely sure yet you know we're just started on this journey but I can limit it, so it's never more than one minute at a time, and that's my goal. So, one thing you guys definitely should do, though, is go to the newhuntersguide.com website, and you should click on the link to the Waypoint TV network. It should be in the footer of every page, or you could just Google Waypoint TV, and check out all the different outdoor podcasts, video shows, there's there's a ton of stuff there, guys. Like this is no small operation. They've got a full time staff of people across multiple time zones. I mean, it is a real operation. There is real stuff going on there. It is a big network with a lot of content and a lot happening. And there's a lot of really good people on the network. They vet the the shows, audio, video, everything. They vet people, you know, really well. They've got benchmarks and criteria for quality and content and so on. So, everybody there should be very well vetted. And, you know, like I said, my process, you know, I was very skeptical at the beginning. Because I get crazy emails for all kinds of crazy stuff all the time because I have a contact form on the website that I refuse to take down because I want you guys to be able to reach out and ask questions and send me stories and send me testimonies and just let me know about things that have helped you or things I can can do to help you and I just refuse to take that down. And I read every single email that comes in, every single one, even the spam. I still make sure it's spam and it's not a real person's comment that got flagged as spam. I look at every single one that comes in and I get some harebrained stuff every now and then that looks kind of legit. So I'm just like skeptical of every single email that comes in at this point. But this was uh, this was the real deal. Every now and then you get one that's the real deal so I just followed through on it and I'm really excited so what I've had to do is go back and update 170 shows in two locations move the podcast from one hosting provider to another and I mean, you know, 170 times 2, that whatever that number is, it's a big number at least it is for me, 340 something like that that's how many updates I've had to make on, on various web pieces and just oh it's a lot of work but you do it once and it's done and going forward it works well so i hope this is helpful for you guys i hope you know i hope you can see the benefit to to the audience of the new hunter's guide to you guys and uh you know i I feel like this is this is a win-win for everybody involved sure you don't necessarily want more ads but that helps the show keep going Um, Helps bring better content, but all the other benefits, you know, are are definitely 100% tangible. They're real, more content, other experts being able to get them on board and everything else that I mentioned. So uh, I'm excited. Can't wait to see how this thing plays out. And I'd love to hear from you guys. Leave me some feedback on the website. Check it out. Check out Waypoint TV. Plug everything. You guys know what to do. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. So until next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods.
0: One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.